Hi, hello, and welcome to a new episode of Release. I am so honored and grateful that you've taken time to listen to what I have to say. I'm your host, Adriana, and guys, we're on season two. Thank you so, 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 so much for the support on season one. Um, And I'm very, very excited for this new chapter of the podcast and my life. Um, I do want to do things a little bit differently this season. I do want to have more guests and I sort of want to pick a specific theme for the season and sort of have episodes like a very broad theme and sort of have conversations or um, just me on my own talking about um, parts of that theme so for this season I wanted to call it the alignment season and that is a very vague topic, but for the next 10 episodes, ideally I would like to cover uh, different topics that have to do with understanding and acknowledging um, your purpose and kind of pushing away all the BS of life and seeing yourself as you are right now to be able to do your best to align with your purpose, your higher calling, whatever the case may be. Okay, so for this first episode, I wanted to talk about reflection. For the episode one, first episode, I talked about the lessons that I had learned in 2021. And in some ways, this is sort of a part two of what I have learned from um, the space between that first episode and now episode 11. Uh, but in a very, I think it's a very different, a very different turn on things. I wanted to talk about reflection today. Um, for this, I'm going to use the metaphor of not even metaphor. We're going to use an actual mirror. Everybody knows what a mirror looks like. Everybody has seen a mirror. Everybody has used a mirror. We all know what they look like. Um, And let's say that this mirror is representative of your consciousness. So all of your experiences are somewhere reflected somewhere on this mirror right 
And let's say that we have good and bad experiences. And let's say that the bad experiences make the mirror more cloudy. And when I say good and bad, um, no experience is either good or bad. To me, it's there are experiences that work out in your favor and there are experiences that redirect you towards your actual goal, towards where you actually need to be. But we'll just use good and bad since those are opposites and everybody sort of understands the gist of that. So we'll say that these quote unquote bad experiences make your mirror foggy, excuse me, and the good experiences kind of leave parts of your mirror clear so you're able to see. So when you look at yourself, your um, vision is going to be clouded. There is um, a Burnt Fire song uh, called Clouded. And he says, um, there's a line in it where he goes, um, your judgment gets clouded when you're clouded. And it's really funny because in that song, he's talking um, about drugs and like being actually a little bit fucked up. Um, It's just real lit and whatever and not being able to make good decisions. But in this... um, in our little mirror scenario uh when you look at yourself this um cloudiness is going to distort how you see yourself it's kind of like um let's say you're looking at yourself in a funhouse mirror actually we won't use a regular mirror for this one we'll use a funhouse mirror because i feel like that's a better um example so you go to um carnival wherever this thing is and you look in a funhouse mirror and when you if you have ever looked in one they are basically designed to distort your image right make you look taller shorter um thicker thinner whatever the case may be warp your face whatever the case may be um and when you look in that mirror you are going to see yourself as that mirror is projecting you right so even if if that mirror is one that makes you look taller and you are a five foot person but that mirror makes you look six foot you are not immediately six foot you're still five foot but you are there is an image of you as a six foot person being projected back to you so let's say that um this is how our experiences sort of are as we look in the different fun house mirrors of life or we look in that um, first mirror of consciousness that's just cloudy whatever the case may be our view of ourselves are being warped based on things that are probably out of our control um if you've been taught or told your whole life that you are let's say some your whole life you've been told that you are too fat um this is just an example let's actually not use weight let's say that your whole life you've been told that you are not good enough it's a pretty safe example yeah 
let's say that your whole life you've been told that you're not good enough. So now you take extreme measures. You go uh, to extreme paths. You overextend yourself in an effort to prove that you're good enough. And even when you've done all of these things and even when you have achieved all of these things that make your outer world say, oh, wow, this person is amazing. When you look in that mirror, it's going to be, you're going to see I am not good enough. I will never be good enough. Nothing I do is good enough written, scribbled all over that fucking mirror. That cloudiness is still going to be there because it doesn't matter how much you push yourself to be. Because if somebody is, let's say, somebody has been told, oh, you're not good enough. Um, Initially, that may give them the drive to um, prove that they are good enough. But because that narrative is so strong within them, they still don't believe. It's like they're working towards a certain goal, but they can never reach the goal because once they feel as though, okay, I've gotten here. Now I can say, okay, now this thing, now I'm good enough. Now, because I have blah, 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 I'm good enough. But your worthiness doesn't come from uh, anything you've done. You are born worthy. Worthiness is your birthright. You don't need to prove to anyone that you are worthy so now you've overextended yourself and now you've put yourself into a position obviously this isn't your fault and this is probably something subconscious and until you sit down and evaluate and reflect is when you realize how your um your life your environment the way that you interact with society your mirror it's only when you sit down and really look that you realize that damn this mirror is fucking cloudy as shit maybe if i maybe there's a way for me to get a clearer view of myself but it's only when that mirror has been cleaned off that you realize oh shit maybe i was living in fog for um a little bit too long Maybe I was letting all of these things um, overpower me and create my reality for a little bit too long. And of course, uh, 99% of the time, a lot of the things that we struggle with come from years and years and years of um, programming. Things that we probably didn't have any control over. Uh, But now we are left with a warped reality based on things that we can't control and with this uh mirror this mirror of consciousness your goal is not to um, clear the mirror um eventually you will get there 
uh, sort of like, let's say that we'll use our same you're not good enough example. If you're not good enough is written all over that mirror and that's what you believe, you can wipe that mirror from today till the end of time. You have to first step back and observe that mirror. If you're wiping it off, if someone uses Sharpie on um, a piece of paper and they try to use an eraser to um, erase that Sharpie, they can erase until the end of time. That Sharpie isn't moving. They might even rip through the paper. Like, it's not moving. That is not the correct way to I don't think there's a way for you to remove Sharpie from paper. But that's not the point. The point is, if you're not using the correct method to um, remove something from your life, you may just be agitating yourself and overextending yourself without getting the result. So with our mirror, the goal is to observe. Why don't I feel good enough? This is why shadow work is so important because you, these questions that may seem simple, not simple, these, okay, these simple questions hold a lot of weight and we don't realize how heavy, we don't realize how many burdens we're really holding onto until we really, really, truly take off that burden and observe it just for a second you put it in a bubble and you look at it and when you look at it you realize oh shit I've been carrying four tons of unworthiness just um my whole life and now I am so like I thought that I I I weighed uh seven tons but now that I don't know why I'm using tons but I thought that I weighed so much when in reality it was just um the weight of things that were not in my control and I don't know it's really hard Sorry, there was a father and a daughter um, cycling by me. I'm outside at the moment. You can probably hear the wind. And the little girl was giving me very intense eye contact. So I decided to um, return said eye contact. (laughs) But anyway, (laughs) I digress. Um, When you ask these simple questions like, why don't I feel worthy? When did I first feel unworthy? Who was the first person to make me feel unworthy? How do I, in my daily life, um, overcompensate because of feelings of unworthiness? Those are questions that you can write down in your little journal or write down in your notes or you can substitute whatever feeling um, you're struggling with at the moment or have struggled with. And you'll begin to see that you know the answers to all of these things. It's just 
when you are only when you become consciously aware of something when it's already a tree um it's really hard to see it in its um its seedling form like when you see a strong big oak tree it's hard for you to visualize that um tree when it was just simply a little tiny green um a little green stem with three leaves on it like that's really hard for us to actually i don't know what oak trees young oak trees look like they may not be uh little seedlings i feel like maybe they are they have little cutlets but it literally does not matter the point is you will not be able to see the um beginning stages of it's harder to see the beginning stages of something once you are used to the adult stages because having to revert back into your memory or having to revert back a few steps is always much harder than um, advancement Uh, and for me now um, I've been doing a lot of reflection I don't know why he's saying it like that but I have been doing a lot of reflection the past few months um the from maybe the end of 2021 i've been doing a lot of analysis of how i have allowed people to treat me so i've been kind of looking at where i have uh, overextended myself in terms of energy, time, love, patience, blah, blah, blah. Whatever the case has been, I've had to look in my mirror and be honest with myself. What am I looking back at? Do I feel good about giving all of this energy without receiving it? That that was... or is an issue that I'm working on. I've started to become really rigid and um, sometimes I feel really harsh because I am very used to and it is like second nature for me to just give and overextend myself when it comes to love and um, taking care of people and making sure everybody's good. As long as everybody else is good, it doesn't really matter about me. And I've sort of had to look in my in my mirror and see where I have been abandoning myself and where I've been allowing others to abandon me because the thing about people and the thing about relationships is that um this is why people say, oh, you have to love yourself before you get into a relationship, which is a really weird thing to say. But um, it's not that it's a it's not that it's a lie. It's just that um, it's a little bit more complicated than that. Um, the crows agreeing with me. Thank you, crow. Um you set the tone for how people treat you. 
right? So you, for me, right? When I overextend myself to somebody and I give, 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 and it seems like they don't have to give anything back in order to receive all of this love and care. That is how they're going to treat me. They are going to um, not give me any love and care and expect the absolute maximum of mine. They're going to continue to abandon me because I've taught them or shown them that that's how I treat myself. And that's why people say you have to love yourself before you get into a relationship uh, because you are setting the pace. They look at how you operate and then they treat you, even if it's not um, a conscious thing, they treat you how you treat yourself. Your relationships are very likely a reflection of different parts of how you treat yourself. Um, And for me, that was a very, very, very tough lesson to learn. You guys have backup audience today. Thank you again, Crow. I'm sitting under a tree and I'm pretty sure that this crow... (laughs) this crow has landed right in like the top branches of this tree so i can't see it but i know y'all can hear it and i'm getting distracted again we're gonna move back to what i was saying um yeah it took me a while it and it's still a, a work in progress but um right now I'm seeing where I allowed people to um, pull every single thing out of me, drain my energy to the last drop. Um, because that's what I, I gave them. I, gave, I opened myself up to them. And now I find myself sort of, I find myself being very, 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 very um, patient. Ah, patient is the wrong word. I find myself being very... We're going to use rigid again. I find myself being really rigid with um, my... Again, time, energy, all of the things that I... um, That I hold dear to myself. I don't fuck with that shit. I don't allow, now I don't allow people to fuck with that shit. And I feel like to a lot of people, that may come off as harsh. But simply, let's say that um, now, like, um, I have a friend and it's just a hypothetical situation. But let's say that I have a friend and um, this is a new friend and I make sure from the jump that they are aware you you break that shit right in the root you don't let you don't let um mistreatment grow because that's what i was doing i was allowing my love and um my care to kind of overshadow um the way that people were treating me because they were treating me like fucking shit and i was allowing it 
I was allowing it simply because I thought that that is what I thought that that's what love was undying unending unfaltering love that's the kind of love that I um felt that everybody deserved and I still have the capacity to give that kind of love but now I'm realizing that not everybody deserves it. everybody is deserving of love of course obviously but some people never look in that mirror of consciousness some people are never aware of um how they hurt others or affect others and they just continue to do it over and over with no remorse and that's just that's just not my my that's just not my burden to bear anymore that's just not my shit to do anymore but back to that um scenario with this hypothetical friend so um let's say that they do something that i don't pers- i'm a very big um person or i'm very big on communication i uh, i believe that that is the bare minimum in any relationship platonic familial um romantic whatever the situation may be i need communication i need you to te- if we're making plans um and you say okay these are the plans we will um i'll come get you at 10 a.m right because we have blah 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 planned for the day i'm like okay cool 10 a.m comes and there's no sort of um movement my first instinct is to say fuck this shit i'm not doing it you're not gonna waste my time because i'm literally traumatized by people wasting my time and now i find myself as soon as i feel even like somebody's trying to fuck with me i'm just like you're not doing this shit to me peace the fuck out and that's sort of a a little bit of an aries thing but um i definitely needed needed to tap into that um that part of my sign i'm an aries by the way in case you're wondering (laughs) um but i had to tap into that part of of my sign and obviously not everyone is going to do that shit on purpose not everyone is going to like 10 a.m comes and um maybe you don't know what what can happen right somebody's phone could die blah 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 but the bro the bare fucking minimum there like i just don't understand how people lack so like it seems like communication is literally lack of communication is an epidemic like every it seems that everybody just is losing their senses it's so fucking simple let's say 10 a.m is when we're supposed to meet okay you got held up and we can't go until 11 text me when you find if you find out at 9 59 you text me at 9.59 and you say, hey, can't explain right now, blah, blah, blah. We have to push until, uh, we have to push it back an hour. I'll see you in an hour and I'll explain. That doesn't even take that long. That is a few seconds of typing. You can literally send me a voice note. Even if, let's say their phone 
is dying. When your phone is dying, um, 20% warning. Your phone's at 20%. Find a charger. 10% warning. Your phone is at 10%. Find a charger. You can send a text on 1% battery. It won't take you that long to say, my phone's about to die. Um, I'm on my way. Or my phone's about to die. I'm going to charge it for um, an hour, whatever, whatever. And I'll come see you after that. I just don't do well with people making it seem like it's so difficult to... um, to let you know what's happening because if you never tell me if 10 a.m 10 a.m is morning time right you still have the rest of the day which means that if we have plans in the morning and you the worst is when they don't respond and they're posting on social media that shit pisses me off that is disrespectful that shit doesn't fly with me i'm not saying oh um i control their time and oh they can't respond to me but they can post on socials i don't care what the fuck people do the issue is you are you are roping me in we're supposed to be doing something together and you can't tell me in real time hey i can't blah 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 or uh reschedule but you can go on um, social media posting about some fucking celebrity that literally does not know that you exist. Um, and I've just been seeing a lot of um, lack of communication in people recently. And it has been genuinely aggravating and a little bit triggering to me. And I have told people, I'm just like, my time is not on your clock you do not get to just make plans with me in the morning and then at 7 p.m you text me saying oh sorry i got held up babes baby love my love what the fuck no like what the actual fuck like that is grounds to actually get upset like i would feel like absolute shit on a stick if i made plans with somebody and then never text them in the day and then the next day i'm texting like everything's fine everything's not fucking fine i've sent strongly worded texts and voice notes being like hey this isn't gonna work you have to let me know um and these are grown people these are people that are aware of um the way that things work but again i'm not gonna say everybody sometimes common sense isn't that common like some people things just don't click for them so the first time it will be like a hey um we've talked about this or not talked about this this has happened and i don't appreciate it i feel like you should have communicated i feel like you wasted my day i could have blah 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 the second time it's a three strike system the second time it's hey we've talked about this and you're doing it again and i feel like you're not taking my feelings into consideration third time don't even 
I don't don't even waste your breath. Don't waste your time. Don't waste your breath. Um, just keep it moving. Keep it kicking. Um, you make plans with them, and somebody else wants to make plans with you, and they say they'll stick with ten a.m. They say ten a.m. And um, someone says, oh, you want to hang out at 11? And by 10.30, you don't get any response from them. Okay, 11 person. Okay. Yeah, I'll see you at 11. And then the 10, this is what always happens. The 10 a.m. person is going to text you saying, oh, where are you at? Blah, blah, blah. I thought we had plans. Sorry, babes. It's currently 1 p.m. Where have you been this whole time? Um, That has been quite the the lesson for me to (laughs) for me to learn um and it has become sort of one of those things where I have to remind myself that um it is important for me to protect my energy because um my energy is mine if I am sharing it with somebody it has to be somebody who is somebody who is respectful of that energy and time and somebody that understands that um, they are not only playing with my time, but they're playing with my trust in them. They are playing with um, my ability to be able to trust others when they say things it's just it's just a chain reaction it's just a bunch of shit that adds up that people really really don't realize another thing that sort of um came up when i was thinking or has come up when i've been thinking about oh my god i just hit my leg on um the metal part of the bench and it hurts so badly but you know the show must go on Anyway, I, um, I've been sort of thinking about sort of my past experiences with people taking that energy for granted. And like I said before, I've been very much triggered by people taking my energy, my time for granted. And it's been sort of a, a journey for me to uh, realize that all the shit is sacred. I just, my personal belief with um, people that do bullshit like that, I'm not only talking about communication, I mean people that treat you like garbage. Is It's simple. Love cannot be displayed through hate. Love cannot be displayed through hurtful things i don't believe in tough love because to me tough love is i love you but here is something that's gonna make you feel like shit but to me love is i love you and and here's something that i've observed that may have um that may be affecting you that you may not be aware of and now i'm telling you these things so that you can um that you can become a better person, right? And I have been realizing that a lot of people walk around claiming, oh, I love you, I love you. I dealt with this with, um, with um, 
a boyfriend of mine ex definitely but um after our breakup he um was trying he tried so hard to stay friends with me he called me like he just did the absolute most to be able to um to keep me in his life and i'm so sorry there was a bug and um after like one day i was at work and work was not work was not um it it was just it had been a long day and a long shift and i was closing that day and when i finally we finally closed up the store and we're counting off um the cash isn't doing the end of day report in order to leave so this is like 9 30 maybe so 9 30 i am already tired because i've been at work all day and now i'm getting calls from um no caller id because i did block him getting calls from no caller id and um i got an e-transfer request saying um can you please call me this is an emergency i'm thinking what the fuck what what is happening so obviously i'm worried so this was very very um recent like right after the it was really close to the breakup so i was like you know what whatever i'm just gonna make sure that he's okay so i call him and what does he say to me the first thing the first fuck i answer the phone i'm like are you okay or i he answers the phone i'm like are you okay this man is telling me oh do you have my sweater i've been looking for it the last time I was at his house the day before we broke up. I put that sweater on and I left the house. This man is, was very, 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 very much aware of the fact that I had his sweater. But whatever. He's like, oh, I want my sweater, um, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, sure, it's your sweater. It's your clothes. I don't really need to have anything of yours anyway. So um, he's like, oh, can I come pick it up um, tonight? I said, sure. I'm on my way home from work. I will let you know when I'm home and you can come get your shit. Because he lives like maybe like a five, ten minute drive away from my house. So he... I don't even think I changed or anything. I literally just came home, got the sweater. I was just going to give it to him. And my mom's like, put it in a bag. So I put it in a bag. Um, I gave him a sweater. Fine, amazing, great. He is asking me, oh, um, so you, you don't want to talk to me anymore? Blah, 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 whatever, whatever, whatever. So I, it had been a stressful day. And I looked at him and I was like, you have something to say. You must have something to say to me that makes you think that you can call up my phone and send me requests and put me into a heart attack just for a fucking sweater. Which, in hindsight, wasn't even that fucking cute. But whatever. Um... 
So I tell him, I'm like, okay, I want to go take a smoke, not cigarettes. But I was like, okay, I want to go smoke. You have until I, I like this shit and it's out. That's the amount of time that you have to talk to me. After that, the shit is over. He's like, okay. We drive a bit away from my house. We find a bench. We sit. And he's just spewing absolute bullshit. I don't remember what he was saying, but I remember being um, annoyed. Very, very annoyed by it. Um, And I remember him saying, oh, but I love you. And I looked at him and I was like, no, don't love me. I told him, I was like, you don't love me. He's like, what do you mean I don't love you? Yes, I did. I did. I'm like, no, you fucking don't. Because the things that you've done in the ways that you have hurt me, that is not love. You can't stab somebody in the back and then turn around and be like, yeah, but I love you. Like, I just don't believe that if you treat somebody like shit that you can ever claim that you that you love them uh, maybe up until the point of hurt you can claim love but after that i will never believe that you care about me and that's sort of the um way that i go about um <laughs> investigating um not investigating um let's say understanding um how people really care for me people show you how they feel about you based on their actions <sighs> yeah yeah guys i think that's all that i have for you today um <clears throat> I really hope that you guys have been doing well. I'm very, very, very excited for season two. I really want to try my best to talk about things that are um, important and sort of tap into my vulnerability and be able to give you guys information and... um, not even guidance just information because who am i to guide people maybe advice you don't have to take my advice but just speaking especially on this um on this theme of alignment um there are so many things that cloud our vision cloud our hearts that we are not aware of and it takes so much energy and so much strength to be able to pull that shit apart but we're pulling it apart together we're releasing all this garbage together we're doing it all one day at a time i love you guys thank you so much for listening and i'll catch you in the next episode bye